With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And these are Dan Bear's interviews with the director and writer for A Fire, Christian Petzl, and the film star, Paul Revere. Hallo? Ja, wir werden nicht allein sein. Ich brauche meine Ruhe. Ich brauche meinen eigenen Platz zum Arbeiten. Hat's ihren Namen? Nadja. Leon. Ich hätte es schon zu gehen. Kommst du nicht mit? Kann ich. Arbeit lässt sie sich zu. Schade. So ein Arschloch. Boah, es reicht. Nadja Stecher ist Bademeister. Ist damit, dass der der letzte Nacht bei ihr war. Schon fertig mit der Arbeit? Scheiße. Ich habe ein Buch geschrieben. Der Kollege findet es scheiße. Der kommt morgen vorbei, um es mir um die Ohren zu haben. Wie soll dein Buch heißen? Club Sandwich. Club Sandwich? Scheiße. Ich Ist doch ein guter Titel. Club Sandwich? <lacht> Ob ich es mal lesen darf? Auf keinen Fall. Also verstehe mich falsch. Ich hab's verstanden. Welcome to the next Best Picture podcast, where we are talking with the writer and director of the new film, A Fire, Christian Petzold. Christian, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, hey I'm, I'm here in New York and I'm, I like to speak. <laughs> well, we're very excited to be speaking with you. Now, this film, A Fire, you've said that it was at least in part inspired by the films of Eric Romare. If I understand correctly, you received a box set of his work when you had COVID. And I'm wondering how much the effect did the pandemic have on the inception of this story? Uh, you're you're right. I have the whole work of, as Eric, from from Eric Romare as a, as a as a present by the producer of Eric Romare's uh, company, Film Losange, uh, have received this gift together with Paula Bear. And uh, one week later, uh, I was infected with COVID. It was the March 2020, and there was no vaccine uh, as on, on, as a silver line, uh, and uh, we have fear. Paula has also uh, uh, COVID. And uh, so Eric Romare was a little bit vaccine yeah, to watch Eric Romare movies in a in a very dark and depressive atmosphere of a springtime in Berlin with lying in bed with fever. Yeah? It's, it's the perfect time to watch Eric Romare. <laughs> it's the perfect time. Some people commit suicide later after the first uh, two or three movies. But for me, it's just... <laughs> Because, you know, I haven't seen Eric Romare movies for more than 20 years, yeah? because it's, they are part of my in, in, of my life when I was so old, like the protagonists in a fire. Yeah? I've seen them this time. And for me, they are very important. But I have fear because they're a little bit boring. Yeah? You know, people are walking 
to the beach 25 minutes without uh, without editing and talking about love yeah? so i love it so much but I, I was fear i had fear to see it again and then i saw it again and i was totally impressed because there are two things happened it was it was for me like a memory of old times and it's very important to see old times how people in the in the 80s had kissed loved had danced had fought Thoughts, little movements, their seduction. You can see everything. On the other hand, they're fantastic stories. They're great, fantastic stories. Yeah? And so I was totally infected by Eric Romer. In this time, I had written a dystopia story based on a novel by Georges Simenon. And I said to myself, I don't want to make a dystopia story after this COVID shit. Yeah? I'm, I'm through with dystopia things. The, the other hand was, I have seen so many dystopia movies, and I think they're all a little bit fascistic, yeah, because they have the the wish and the desire to to clean the whole world with fire, with, with water, with pollution, with war. And after this, there is a new uh, a new standard, a new clean atmosphere, and we can rebuild a new society. And I I think this is a fascist uh, uh, thinking, yeah. And so I think I want to make a movie which says our world, our love, our kisses, our forests, yeah, our looks and our views are fantastic. We have to fight for them. Yeah? And there, in this atmosphere, I start to write a fire. That's a really beautiful thing to be conscious of the world around you like that. Did you find that writing the film helped you process your own feelings or internal drama that was happening during this time when we were all so isolated? Yeah, it's, it's it, I think many people, when they are lying a long time in bed with fever, they're thinking about their life, what they have, about the guilty things you have made in your life, yeah? the bad things you made, yeah? the lies you told, yeah? the money you have stolen from the parents, yeah? and so on. And I was there and I thought about me as an asshole when I was 25 years old. Yeah? I was really a, a cineastic asshole. Yeah? I, I know so much about cinema. Yeah? I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit like this, this asshole in the movie. It's a little bit about me, and I want to know what 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 had happened to me, to to be an asshole when I was twenty five. Yeah, I'm living in Berlin when I was twenty five. I can't study. Yeah, I have to work much because I'm from the working class. But it is not a problem. Others have to go to the factory. Why I was so hard? Why I was so so? Why why I want to destroy the fun of others, for example? Yeah, and this this guilty this feeling of guiltiness was a little bit an energy for a fire. The guy, the asshole guy in the fire is a little bit like me, and I want to relieve me and him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and you've said that it, it was very interesting. I was reading that you maybe didn't realize that Leon, the, the writer in this film, is quite so much like you until the cast asked you about it on set <laughs> um, can you can you talk about that moment of realization and what it felt like to have your work explained to you in this way 
this was an afternoon after rehearsals. I think these actors are too intelligent. It's, it's, uh, I love intelligent actors, but these uh, four are too intelligent. Yeah? They sit there and ask me, uh, this was uh, after the uh, last rehearsal, and uh, they asked me, uh, Christian, uh, do you have the same problems like Leon with your second movie? Yeah, And I said, yeah, some problems. They told us, uh, tell us a little bit about this. Yeah? And I start to tell them about uh, the second movie I have made. My first movie was Succeed, Succeeded, success. Su success. And then I had received money for a second one. And I think, boy, I got, I'm not, I'm in the middle of the world. Yeah? I'm on stage now. I can show the world what I, what is in my mind. I'm so intellectual and so. And I start shooting um, a movie and my girlfriend, later woman, uh, wife, uh, until today, she visited me at, at the set and she said to me, she said to me, uh, sorry, you are playing director, a director. You're not directing. And I was really shocked because she was totally right. Yeah? Something was wrong with me. Yeah? I'm playing a director like Leon is playing a writer. Yeah? And he looks at himself as if, as if a, a, a hidden camera is always uh, around him. Yeah? And so I, this I uh, said to the, to, the, to the actors, yeah, and I hope this discussion will end now yeah, because uh, I opened my mind and they said, What's, what was uh, the title of your second movie? And I said, oh, it's Cuba Libre. Yeah, Cuba, Cuba Libre. Ah, they start laughing. I said, why are you laughing? I don't like this. Yeah, and they said, yeah, the club sandwich is the name of his uh, novel, yeah, of Leon's novel. And club sandwich and Cuba Libre, they, they look very similar. It's one is a drink, one is uh, something to eat. Yeah, both you can order in a hotel room in the loneliness loneliness of a boat hotel room, and uh, so I think. Uh, uh, um, 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 that you and Leon uh, are very, very similar to. Yeah? And so I was really astonished that they are so intelligent. And I was also a little bit confused about their intelligence. And I said, stop now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about me any, anymore. But I must say, we all laughed loud. And this laughing is something what is in the movie. Yeah, this That, that means this is something... Therefore, I like this movie because it rescued me too. I like that. I like the feeling that it rescued you. Um, speaking of the the actors in this film, um, this is now your third film working with Paula Beer, fantastic leading lady from Undine and Transit, and now playing the role of Nadia in A Fire. And prior to those three films you had worked with Nina Haas on several films in a row together. And I'm wondering what is it in general that makes you want to work with an actor over and over again? And specifically what about Paula has brought you back to her over these three films? Yeah. The way from Nina to Paula is not so, it's not so far this way. It's for me, it was a fantastic uh, experience that you know the uh, in the in the history of cinema there are so many male directors behind the camera and there are so many young women in front of the camera and there's a 
they, they are not only muses, they are abused muses often. Yeah. So, and when they are getting old, they, the directors throw them away and something like that. And with Nina and now with Paula, I can talk about this relationship. Yeah. For example, in a fire, it's 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 like this that there is no view on Paula which is sexualized. Yeah? There is no silky silk underwood. There is no naked breast. Yeah? There is no. I don't want to give her a light yeah? that 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 she's like that that she's an object. Yeah. So Paula is always fighting. Therefore, that she's a subject of a scene. Yeah. Because she's of her own and she's independent. And this I like. I like the independence of beauty. This I like. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, uh, on both sides of the camera, we are we are talking about, we are reflecting, and when when we are reflecting and talking, we we didn't de-enchant the world. Can you can say this? This disenchant the world. Yeah? Reflection can make something more sexier than no reflection. Yeah? So this this was great with Paula. This uh, uh, this was also great with Nina. And um. Thomas Schubert, who plays Leon in the film, he, he's he said that about your style as a director, he said that you don't try to work on the actor's craft, but to instead elevate their imagination. What do you think he means by that? And how do you go about doing that on set? I think uh, it was... I never was on a, on a set of someone else. I know that I don't know how other directors, female or male, are working. Yeah, but sometimes the actors are telling me their experiences when they work with others. Yeah, and I think I never I never go to an actor and say, "Sorry, you have a bad childhood. You was abused by the uncle or the father." and when you have to fight, uh, when yeah, something like that, I always tell stories. Yeah, stories like a material. Yeah, stories that remind. There's a scene, and this scene reminded me on something I've seen, or read, or seen in the in the movies or so. And I'm telling them stories. And I think this material they use to make something out of it. It's not. It's not a program. It's something. They can do it by themselves. This, I think, I respect this. Yeah, and for him, for Thomas, I think it was a new experience. He liked it a lot. Yeah, I hope uh, we have can can work on with this because he's a fantastic actor. He's really fantastic, and he's he is really innocent. And both Paula and Thomas, they never uh, were uh, on on acting schools for actors. Yeah, they're coming. Their acting school is cinema. They had sat in cinemas and had watched what what uh, what what is what is perfect, and the uh, and, and they loved cinema. And the most actors in Germany they have passed acting schools, and so the, you have to talk to them as if they are the middle of the world. But Paul and Paula and Thomas, they didn't. They don't need that. Yeah. They love to hear music. They love to be to hear a good joke, a good story, and that's enough to work with. This is great. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's beautiful because that's a lot of what the movie is sitting and talking about the things that inspire them, which is perfect. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time, but thank you so much for speaking with us, Christian, and best of luck on your next project, which I hope we will see soon. <laughs> yes, next year we will shoot in this, uh, September next year. Fantastic. We will be on the lookout. <laughs> Okay. Gut. Ist ja nett. Die Nadja. Das macht sich Sorgen. Worüber macht die sich dann Sorgen? Wegen der Waldbrände. Asche! Asche! Macht Angst, oder? Merkst du irgendwas noch? Siehst du irgendwas, was um dich rum passiert? <lacht> Felix meinte, dass heute Nacht das Meer leuchtet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next Best Picture podcast, where we are talking with Paula Beer, one of the actresses in the new film A Fire. Paula, thank you so much for joining us today. Sure, thank you. I am very excited to be speaking with you in part because your background is actually as a dancer which is also my background. <laughs> and I know that Christian, the writer and director of A Fire, who you've worked with before, um, has said that your background gives you an intuitive approach to acting that he really responds to. But I'm curious how you use your dance training and experience to build a character and perform it on film. Um, well, it definitely helps, I think, to have a better connection to your own body and I think understanding your body better and understanding how I as Paula move makes it easier to then say okay this is how I move and this is how I want my character to move and be the range for my character so I think that already helps you to be more maybe more free and um, I think it you will maybe for me I won't actually realize because for me it's normal but I think it helps you to adopt a bit easier to emotions and that emotion speak to your body I like that it feels whenever I have performed when I have to use my dance background it does I become immediately aware of my body and how I'm moving versus how this character would move and how, what they're going through and how that affects that yeah. It's fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. <laughs> so this this is your third film now working with Christian Petzold. You yeah. have Undine and Transit and now this film, A Fire. What is it about Christian that makes you want to work with him over and over again? Um, well, I think it's, it's a bit everything from the very first moment we met and um he reaches out for me for for the following projects we did um that he has a very special vibe how he treats people how he thinks about movies how he thinks about stories and how he loves 
telling stories. And all that combined creates a very unique atmosphere to work in. Um, I think he puts a lot of trust in, or he chooses very wisely whom to work with. And then he puts a lot of trust in these people. And working with him, you just feel that that trust and um, the peace that comes with that. And shooting, then coming to shooting, um, shooting is so so special with Christian because he kind of created his own vibe, maybe, or working structure. And that would mean that we we will meet in the morning, just the actors without anyone else uh, and him rehearsing as long as it needs to create the scene. And then he will call the DOP to have a look at the scene and all the crew will um, prepare the set while we go to, to makeup um, or hair and makeup. And then when we come back, we shoot and Christian normally just does one take in each with each angle. So it's really concentrated, really focused for on the scene and on the characters and then you're ready with one scene you have a break and then you take the rehearsal for the next so it's really calm and you don't have the, the pressure you have with most shootings or the the running clock and you know there's a lot of money involved in that day so you better be good and it's really different and I sometimes feel it's it, it's my illusion fulfill how I how I think shooting must have been 20 years ago so it's really like, oh, wow, I'm working, but it doesn't feel like work at all. So I just, uh, I really, really enjoy working with Christian. That's so fantastic to hear um, that it, that he's able to create that that kind of atmosphere. I had read that Thomas Schubert, your co-star who plays Leon in the film, said that Christian uh, tries to elevate the actor's imagination instead of actually working with them on their craft. And I'm wondering if you recall any moments working on a fire where you feel that he worked to elevate your imagination or that of your cast members. Mm. Well, actually, it's hard to mention one special moment because what uh, Thomas said is so true that in rehearsals, it's often that Christian talks about movies that he thought of or songs or he would play a song to us. and or talk about situations he just experienced himself or he will take a uh, will tell a joke just to kind of give your body a bit the opportunity to enter the energy you need for the scene so it's really not about being brainy and oh yeah we should do this and that and um let's rehearse it again because it has to be more precise at that very moment so it's really it's just enriching you it's really about getting the same tune that everyone in the room is like tuning in and you're like okay we're like in the same vibe and now we all understand what this moment is about and it's not about me preparing my character and being okay my character this goal and needs to um, do this in the scene and this is my starting point this is why I end in the scene but it's really about okay like what does this moment feels like and how do people react to each other in that moment so it's really gets um, Thomas really put it in these words so maybe (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so it's more of a like a holistic approach like just how he sees everything and how he his philosophy of things but the funny thing is that in that very moment you won't feel like this okay Christian's creating this energy thing Mm. not at all but it's just what he does, but 
not like he's not forcing it he's just doing it and I think maybe by accident because he is like he is and mm -hmm. um, he treats people like he does but it's really a, a great atmosphere to to create something it's beautiful one of the most memorable moments in the film for me is when Nadja gives Leon her critique of his novel, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is basically one line, you yeah. know it's crap, and the daggers sh you're shooting from your eyes at him in that moment are just so strong. It feels like the most emotion we've seen out of anyone in the film, certainly up to that point. Yeah. Um, yeah so, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm wondering what was the direction for, for that moment? Was there something in the script that detailed what her reaction would be like, or was that a note that he gave you on set or arrived at in rehearsal? No, you know, the um, actual the actual scene was completely different in the script. And oh, wow. um, actually, Nadia would ca come out of the house and uh, tell her, well, you know, I read your script and I think this about it. And actually, what is not nice about it and talking about literature. So she was really like brainy and giving a mm -hmm. proper critique. And then during the rehearsal, we were talking about that. And I was like, well, Christian, to be brutally honest, it sounds a bit more like maybe you're yourself because he's uh he he studied literature so mm -hmm. he's really he really knows about the topic and it sounds more like your critique to leon's book than maybe nadia's critique and um to them well how you get to know nadia to that point in the movie she's always so so subtle and she's really not making a fuss about who she is and talking a lot about well you know what i do in my life and i study this and i do this and she's not talking about what she's doing for a living. And then I thought, I think this maybe reveals too much or comes too out of a sudden that suddenly she's so so brainy. And mm. um, and then Christian was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And like, how shall we change it? And then we were just thinking about it. And I was like, well, but she, she should say something like, it's it's just crap or, but in a more gentle way. And she was like, no, say it's just crap. And I was like, that's really brutal. But um <laughs> <laughs> that's how it um, turned out and we actually what we liked about it, that you feel that she's personally kind of heard that that Leon's book is not fulfilling her ex uh, expectation and that she's really a bit disappointed and kind of angry at <laughs> him for not being brilliant <laughs> like she hoped <laughs> that's that's incredible that's incredible that you just that everyone you worked on that that moment workshopped from the the script that's that's beautiful yeah and i really love that about christian that he's so because he, he you know he writes all his scripts and normally when people write scripts they get a bit easily offended if you say well i don't like these lines because they put of course a lot of work in it and it makes reason and they wrote it for a reason and it all it's all built up and um christian is really he's even though he he he's so much in the process of just developing the whole story in the movie, he's really while shooting in the moment to to be like, no, you're absolutely right, and right now it feels better to change, and then he's like, okay, we'll change it, and within one minute it's like for the shooting for Undine, we had the rehearsals when we like skipped three pages of dialogue and saying, well, it's all able to to tell within 
view or a look between us and you don't need all these lines. And this is um, this is really unique as I as I feel too, that he trusts so much and it's like so in a well way self-confidence to say it's gonna be the right decision and I'm not questioning that. I was reminded of another um story that I had heard about the reciting of the the poem um, mm-hmm. that you have to do at one point where that was coming from you where you said she should be you know almost embarrassed to be reciting this poem at this moment and that things like that that feels like everything that he does on set feels very intuitive and working with you and maybe that's mm-hmm. where your dance background and his style they really seem to mesh well together yeah yeah that's true and um i think as also at least for me working with christian gave me a lot of trust and um kind of freedom in my my acting because a lot most of the time acting on screen is really or shooting actually uh, you don't have so much time you don't have so much um possibilities to rehearse and you have to be on point and have to be prepared very very precisely and coming from these experiences and then shooting with Christian helped me a lot to to loosen up and be able to because working with Christian is more like a collaboration really like being like together creating the movie even though he's the director and he built the story and everything um but it's really I think he's really interested in who whom he's working with and getting these people's minds and and souls for for his projects it's really like the scene you mentioned that was um we were talking a lot about that scene before and about the poem and how Nadia should say that poem and if we should like rehearse and what kind of rhythm she says it and um in the end I was like maybe it's not it's good not to 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 focus so much on how to pronounce the words and, and the rhythm and the poem because it's maybe not about doing it correctly for Nadia but to share her favorite piece of poem or poetry and this is really personal and kind of um she she makes herself kind of naked if you say that in English and German you say you make yourself naked in front of the others and share something very yeah to bear your soul or yeah. yeah exactly yeah well, that's beautiful, and we're out of time, unfortunately, but I'm <laughs> here's hoping that your collaboration with Kristen gets to continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Dan Pear's interviews with the writer and director for A Fire, Christian Petzold, and the film star Paula Beer here on the Next Best Picture podcast. The Fire is now playing in New York theaters at IFC Center and film at Lincoln Center from Sideshow and Janice Films. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening as always, and we will see you all next time.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.